What's up? What's up? This is Matt Franco. And this is Eric Dittleman. Welcome to Mind Over Magic. Welcome to a special edition of Mind Over Magic coming to you live, both of us from Las Vegas. Yes, I am. we are recording from my suite at the Paris Hotel. It's lovely, brother. And yeah. it's lovely to see you in person. We had a great day. Yeah, absolutely. It was fun to hang out. We had some very spicy Thai food. Uh, 911 was what, you know, they said scale of 1 to 10. I went for the 911. Yeah, because I, I, it was so funny because I was like, what is your like range of spices? I was like, I like it kind of spicy. And I was like, maybe a 7 out of a scale of 1 to 10. And the waiter goes, no. No, he, he looked at me with one look and was like, you need a four. <laughs> and I was like, a four? I was like, I can probably handle at least a five, like mild spicy. And which he wasn't excited about, but he did it for you. He's like, you're going to be sweating. You're going to be crazy. And right. then you come along and he's yeah. like, what did you say? What's your hottest? I just said 10. And he goes, well, 911 is hotter. And I was like, all right, give me the 911. <laughs> and you handled it. And our waiter was shocked. Yeah, he really was blown away. Yeah. I'm like, I know I like <laughs> spicy stuff, but like, I don't think I'm in like the top echelon of yeah. handling spice. I mean, it was just wild to see that reaction. And then we, what else did we do? We went to the pinball hall hang of on, fame. Hang on. Oh. Hang on. Do you remember the waiter's name? <sighs> Miguel. Good work. Yes. <laughs> now, he wasn't wearing a name tag. No. I just want to get your answer on whether or not this is appropriate behavior. Okay. Whenever I'm in an establishment, you've probably <laughs> probably seen me do this at yeah. some point. Yeah. My peas are popping in this microphone. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fine. I'm going to do my best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I will, even if they don't introduce themselves but have a name tag on, I will go out of my way to be like, thank you, Maggie. And I will sure. use their name in conversation. Well, it's a Dale it, Carnegie win friends and influence people technique. Well, it's not intentionally for that. I yeah. just like to do it. Would you say it's appropriate behavior or inappropriate behavior? I think it's appropriate. Okay. I think it's not out of the norm to ask someone what their name people is. People usually look shocked. Like really? They, oh, well, yeah. It's like they're blown away. I think it's just because most people don't care. Don't about do it? Them. Or, yeah, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. So I think you're adding that personal touch. Okay. Noted. Then we went to the Pinball Hall of Fame. Which I loved. Okay, Matt. So I didn't realize how good at pinball you were when you uh, challenged <laughs> me <laughs> to a tournament of let's see who does better on each machine. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I just didn't know how bad I am <laughs> at pinball. But uh, tell everyone what the Pinball Hall of Fame is. It's, that's pretty crazy. It's somewhere you should visit when you come to Las Vegas. It's not like a thing where there's a cover charge or anything like that. You go in, you kick, you, you put some cash in a machine, you get actual quarters, mm -hmm. and you put them in pinball machines. And they have, I mean, easily, it's got to be hundreds of machines there, right? So many, from like the real early like wooden style ones, mm -hmm. uh, and then like all the way up to the modern yeah, ones. modern yeah. day pinball machines and all the famous stuff, Simpsons and Star Wars and Ninja Turtles and Spider-Man and Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. I have to mention that one because that was where I finally turned the tables on you and won a couple of machines. Right, right. But boy, was I, uh, some of them were just embarrassing, Matt. And we were taking <laughs> screenshots of like each of our scores so we didn't forget who won. And then at one point we just stopped taking screenshots. It was very clear you were the winner. <laughs> yeah, but you did. You did. You were respectable in the end. Yeah, I you came it. back. And I don't think I'm. I don't know. I don't know if it was that I was good or you were bad. I I'm don't know. also claiming that you've been there before. I have been there before. So you have a leg up. 
I do. Uh, I do. A couple of those machines I have played. I will say you were you were sharking me on it. You were. Like, I was not sharking <laughs> you. Yeah, I had a, I had a good time though. I love that. I love playing pinball. Yeah, but uh, it's so good to be here in Vegas, man. Yeah, you were being, working. I was working. I had a gig, mm-hmm. um, and it was an afternoon gig. Mm, that's so tough. At noon, getting people la- laughing and amazed, but uh, they were very happy with the performance, mm-hmm. and they were like one of the best acts we've had for this event and like uh, the event planners like we'll definitely have to use you again she's like no one left during the luncheon i go if that's the bar <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty low bar right. but i'm glad i <laughs> superseded it right you know? right so uh yeah hopefully i'll be back uh in vegas soon do they always do it here i don't know i don't know if it's gonna be the same expo or they're gonna use me for other um, things you should have well. booked that on site well, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it all goes through certain agents and stuff. Yeah, but like you could have yeah. said, listen, I want to know the dates for next year just in case it might get filled up. Got to. Yeah. yeah, well, hopefully we'll just, it's more of a, we're going to book you for other expos. Oh, other like expos. Even, even, yeah, like sooner. Oh, cool. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Who That's knows? This is the best way to get more work. So I was happy that I got, like, I arrived in Vegas and got my work done early. Mm-hmm. And now I've just been playing. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoying a couple extra days and in you, Vegas. You actually got picked up by a Caesars limo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I've been with Caesars Entertainment for <laughs> seven years. A little more than that, actually. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't think I've ever been picked up by the Caesars limo. So what do I got to do? <laughs> I mean, you're going to work it out when you're your contract. Yeah, I I but you didn't have it in your contract. This was a surprise for you, right? No, yeah, it was a surprise for okay. me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they arranged ground inter- uh, uh, transportation for yeah. me. Yeah. I guess, you know, I was flying in, so... I don't think for any reason I've ever been picked up by a Caesars limo, though, that right. I can well, remember. I think they just assume that you're, you live here yeah. and you don't need ground transportation. That I don't. Yeah, I don't need ground transportation. <laughs> I even got myself here like, somehow. So I never expect to get it. It's not a thing that's like, I'm. you know, it's nice when it happens. It's happened once or twice, you know, a handful of times before. But uh, I almost walked right by the guy, you know, the holding the, holding the, the name. Sign. Yeah, that's hilarious. I didn't know that that was arranged for me. So right. I was just like, I saw it. And I was like, wait, I'm Eric Diddleman. Right. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, come with me. And I use great. an alias for that. I actually use E. Diddleman. You, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so look out. <laughs> It'll be one of us. <laughs> or both. <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah. I wonder what they do if like someone, you just see a name. What do you mean? Whole, like, if you're walking by those people and it's not you. Yeah. You just be like, I'm whatever it's. Oh, like, like, if you claim to be the person? Yeah. What do they do? They don't, I, they didn't, like, check my ID. I think I could easily, like, walk <laughs> up to one of the drivers and, like, with confidence and be like, yep, I'm Chuck or whatever yeah, the name yeah. is and get them to believe it, at least temporarily. Right. Until you get to your destination. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. If you're waiting for bags around the carousel, the real Chuck could make an appearance. Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so you got to make sure you don't have luggage. You just get get one carry on and get out of there. Yeah. If it's like an iPad, which it usually is, I was yeah, it an yeah, iPad? holding a little iPad. Like once once you claim him, he'll probably shut it off. It's not mm-hmm. like he's walking around with mm-hmm. a sign where the real Chuck could see it. This is how we scam a limo ride for next time you come. There you to go. Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Also, too much car for one person. I don't know why I needed that long of a car. Lots of water bottles in there, I bet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's worth it for the water. Uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. So, uh, I also caught a couple shows, uh, and I went, man, I went to the Aerosmith concert last night. Uh, Yeah, I saw some videos from that. 
unbelievable experience. I'm glad to hear uh, uh, Stephen T still has it. Yeah, his voice is still intact. Joe Perry on guitar. It's mm-hmm. such a great show. I'm glad I caught it because, I mean, it's a spectacle. Right. They have, it's in the Dolby, which is part of the new Park MGM and um, Dolby Live Theater. They have like screens coming down. And I knew rock stars always start late, but like right. the tickets at eight. So I was like, it's not going to start. They go on eight. stage at nine, right? They went on stage at nine. Yeah. They started the video. There's a pre show video. Yeah. At eight thirty. Yeah. Now you didn't tell me this. Countdown. I I, I could have told you it was going to start at nine. <laughs> we were In like fact, I saw over you. There. <laughs> I saw you at the link at six thirty-seven, yeah. and I said, "What time's your show? Nine o'clock?" And you're like, eight o'clock." And in my head, I go, nine o'clock." <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to make you late yeah. in case they really did come out at eight, so right. I didn't say it. And it was cool to see the pre-show, and we got mm. you know drinks and souvenirs and all that stuff. Of course, you just did. every song is a hit. I know. And, you know, the spectacle of it and everyone's singing along. And I mean, we were definitely me and my friend Emily were we were maybe the youngest there. <laughs> I once I once interviewed like uh, someone who stage managed. Oh, uh, Aerosmith shows. That's cool. show caller, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, um, like and when it's a big show like that, an arena show, they have s- multiple stage managers and mm-hmm. show callers like yeah, someone yeah, who yeah, anyway. Yeah. And um, they said, oh, yeah, you can come to the show when Aerosmith is here and I'll even mm-hmm. let you wear the headset where you can hear uh, ah. Steven when he's off mic. Got, ooh, wow. Well, you say, ooh, I'm interviewing this person. I said, bye bye. <laughs> 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 you don't hire the person that doesn't know you and immediately offers you <laughs> access to the artists behind the scenes and the artist doesn't know. Yeah. Right? Because now, okay, yeah, I, I invite you in. Right. And now all of a sudden. What if he doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm, you know, put on blast. Oh, no. Right? So. Yeah, the ooh was more of like a ooh. Is right. Should be doing that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So fun, fun little tidbit there. Wow. And I never took him up on it. Yeah. Well. um yeah i recommend if anyone's in town i mean they're doing a residency catch them because i don't know i don't know how much longer they're this was a one-off right no they're doing a residency so they're doing a couple shows i don't i think i think they misunderstand what residency means (laughs) i think most shows here in vegas misunderstand (laughs) residency it's like every once in a while now sticks sticks is coming into town and they specifically called it a special engagement or something because oh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. several dates but not a residency right. and they actually use the proper language I, I wish i could remember what it was they should have just said residency no that sounds right yeah something engagement so i think there's like other dates later in the year okay aerosmith so yeah, you can gotcha. catch them but um man such a fun show yeah. and like they had things coming down from the ceiling and like mm-hmm. they said this video projection and just like lights and lasers you could really learn a lot of like with these huge productions of oh absolutely and confetti and just i mean wild it was awesome i recently learned that lasers and lighting are not the same field oh so you can be a laser programmer right and i say oh that's great like lighting and stuff and i mm-hmm. was told no no. I hate lighting programming. I do lasers. <laughs> okay. So, That's, I mean, they're, I guess scientifically they are different. I, apparently, it's like a very different field to be in, like in terms of what the work entails, mm-hmm. too. So, yeah. Fun fact. One seems more of a special effect, one seems more of, you know, making sure people can see you. Wait till you hear this segue. Ready? Yes. You know how I learned this? How? So, Dana Daniels. Oh, yes. 
we we didn't mention that we were off last week and you just got back from your vacation. I was in Hawaii. You were in Hawaii. Uh, Dana Daniels is a top comedy magician, one mm. of the best comedy magicians in the world. Uh, his son does like programming for lasers. So mm-hmm. when I was in Maui and called him because he has a show in Maui at Warren and Annabelle's in Lahaina, I uh, he he I asked how his wife Jane was doing and how the kids were, right. and he corrected me on the laser thing because his son programs lasers for like the weekend and stuff. So that's how you know. Yeah, the weekend, the guy, not like, yeah, no. not just <laughs> not, this no, weekend. No, no, just not, not a short residency. Casually <laughs> on the weekends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, if you don't mind me jumping over to it, but no, anyway, during yeah. the vacation, you'd think I might want to be away from showbiz, went to the Dana Daniels show. I was going to say, you must love magic so much that your vacation away from magic, you still went and saw magic. I will say, so I've been in Hawaii once before, several years ago, though, landed at the airport, saw a brochure at the airport for Warren and Annabelle's. Dana Daniels on the brochure, I thought, oh, this would be amazing. What are the odds? Let's go see it. Right. But he wasn't performing that week. Gotcha. So this time he happened to be. <laughs> uh, so we made our way over the hour uh, from where we were staying to Lahaina and uh-huh. uh, saw the show. Also, it wasn't just Dana. It was also John George. Right. Spectacular show. Right. We all had a great time. Uh, the sleight of hand uh, from John George was just right on par. Uh, so funny. Uh, Dana always kills and uh they do two shows a night both were sold out at capacity they yeah. actually had to put chairs in the room so that we could be in there oh that's a good thing mm-hmm. they know who you are and you could just be like call up and <laughs> get the special treatment matt <laughs> i came all the way three thousand miles i'm seeing this show <laughs> extra chairs we brought our own <laughs> but it was so great it, w- it really was so great if you mm. find yourself in on maui on you say Maui? on Maui, not in Maui. It's on okay, Maui. Yeah. Uh, go to Warren and Annabelle's. Great, great, great show. It's like you're doing a Seinfeld bit where he's like, is it on Long Island or in Long Island? What is it? I it's on? I believe Long Island. I don't know. It depends on where you're from, I believe. Do you say on? I think, yeah, if you say you're on Long Island. Oh, let me ask you this one. Okay. When you order something <laughs> from a restaurant... Do you ask the waiter their name? No, you already asked. You that say question. you say they'll they'll ask you a question. What yeah. do they ask you? They say blank or to go. What is the blank phrase that you hear most often in New York? Um, I think people say to stay or to go, but I also have heard for here or to go. Which one is in New York? Would I, you say? I don't know. I don't go to restaurants to stay. Or to eat in that often. You only go to go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've only heard the second option. Yeah, you bl- yeah. just block out yeah. the other one. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, you touched on it, though, because it's, uh, I feel like where I'm from in Rhode Island, everyone says for here or to go. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think like to New stay. York, they say to stay. I think so, too. I think New England is more for here. I don't know what they say here. Chime in, listeners, if you, wherever you are, tell us if they say for here or for to stay. Or what if they say for here or for to stay? For here or to stay. <laughs> <laughs> That'll really Who's throw on you first? Off. What? <laughs> For here or to stay? This is so great in person. It really <laughs> is. I do enjoy it. It's, yeah, it's nice. This is, oh, by the way, we're recording late. So yeah. I just came off stage. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> so you're back from vacation. You've had two shows. Mm-hmm. I want to know, because, like, uh, I, you know, sometimes in my other jobs growing up and everything, if I had a vacation, you're a little like, groggy or rusty do you ever get any of that like oh i gotta remember how to even though it was a week like remember how to get back to the show do you feel any 
different. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. It, it feels it feels strange. Is um, your mind still in Hawaii? Like no, <laughs> you know it's weird. It felt like a really short break. Like normally a mm. week off feels like a long time, but like after you take a year off for a pandemic, the week mm. actually kind of flies by, and then yeah. like it didn't feel like. So if we do like two weeks off, we'll actually come in early and do like a cue to cue, mm-hmm. make sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, like like things that are like intricate, like even like cups and balls. Like if I don't remember which step is next, I'm just lost in the middle of the yeah, routine. Yeah, exactly. So like I'll go over things and make sure I remember them. Um, but for a week, I don't typically have to do that. And I didn't. And nobody did. I mean, everything was so smooth, knock on wood, um, both nights, first nights back. Right. Um, That's awesome. So that was really good. Is there any tips you can give for performers who, you know, maybe it's not a vacation even, maybe it's just a long time between booked gigs or anything, like just to get back into that mental frame of mind, you know? Yeah, I think it's to know your stuff, right? So like, and know if you do need to review something. Right, yeah. Right, don't make the mistake of like thinking, oh, I probably have it. Yeah, well, I mean, we've covered that a lot with us both coming off the pandemic, Mm -hmm, right? And mm -hmm. figuring out like, what was my stage show like? Right. And so, you know, you got to just humble yourself a little and just figure out like, oh, I do need to like rehearse again or like review my script or what did I say here? Right. Or at least try it a few times elsewhere (laughs) if you can, just to remember the words that come back to you. Because I, I remember just like the first few shows out of the pandemic, I was like, oh, I believe I had a line there, but it wasn't until I actually did a few right. shows I remembered what it was. I did do eight straight days without picking up a deck. Wow. It's probably been years since I've done that at wow. all. So you even go more than a few days without yeah. picking up cards. Although that that proved to be like zero issue at all. Yeah. None. No issue. So, yeah. so that's cool. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All good. That's great, man. Um, I uh, was also going to tell you about well we have some corrections i need to get into as well and it's almost time for riddles and trivia mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh let's get to our corrections first of all in our last episode we were talking about u.s currency mm-hmm. and apparently there's over i mean not currently but over the years there's been lots and lots of different types of u.s currency banknotes, like more than a hundred dollars and so forth there's been m- like bills that are higher you mean yeah that are official that are official i've never owned one I would recommend you check out the Wikipedia page, Large Denominations of U.S. Currency. These are real. Yeah, to Mm. see over the years. A lot have been discontinued, Uh but like, uh, you know. Like how large? Like $1,000 more than that? Or are they bigger? I mean, there was $500 bills. Oh, that's interesting. Some that went up to $1,000 at one point. Is that the highest? No, I'm sure $100,000 was the highest, apparently. Or it might have. It was never in circulation, okay. but it had Woodrow Wilson on the face. So it, it was never printed then. Uh, yeah, it says it can't be legally held tender, but I guess there was one that was like ten thousand dollar bill. Hmm. So, uh, but these are like kind of sort of like bank notes or like. There's an interesting bit here. It magical is magical thing. There's a lot of, like there's something a history there. of ma- money. Yeah, but it also ties into with a Simpsons reference, which I can't believe I got wrong. Because I mentioned there's a Mr. Burns had a trillion dollar bill, but it wasn't his face on it. I think I said it was his face. It mm. was Harry Truman. Ah, gotcha. So I just want to correct it for all the Simpsons fans. Yeah, I got to do that. That's very important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Matt, I think it's that time. Please. Do you want to? Do you want to hit the button? No. No. I'm too far away. Okay, I'll hit the button. <laughs> Diddle me this. Diddle me that will Eric end up stumping Matt Riddles. I have a riddle here. Don't look at my screen. I'm, I'm not looking. Read. I'm too uh, far away. Yeah. Uh, all right. We'll try this one. What can you break 
even if you never pick it up or touch it. Mm, I got it. You got it already? Of course. That was really fast, Matt. I know. I'm getting good. <laughs> you're getting good? Do you want to give a second to talk it out? Or? No, I'm just going to tell you the answer, and then you're going to tell me why it's wrong. <laughs> and then I'm going to explain to you that it's correct anyway. Okay. What is it? Heart. Heart? Mm -hmm. What can you break even if you can never pick it up or touch it? Mm -hmm. You know what? It's not the answer I had. I know. But I think I'm going to allow it because it's in the spirit of the actual answer. Oh. So the actual answer is also not like something physically breaking. And when you break someone's heart, you're not physically breaking it. Right. So, you know, metaphoric. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, I think I want to allow it. Give me the button. You get to do it. The green? The green one. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm like a Can little Can you kid. think of another answer? I already won. Do you want to guess what the answer I had was? No, I won. All right, I get it. You won the <laughs> pinball. You won the riddle. I really There's don't like know. A lot of loopholes. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel like heart is the best answer. It is a good answer. <laughs> okay, so what do you got? I guess technically you can touch a heart, though. You can, but you don't have to to break it. But even in both uh, metaphors of it, like you can physically touch. Yeah, you a can heart, physically touch. Or it, you yeah. can like. T yeah, it can be touching. It could be touching. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, if we said like, um, hey, Matt, I'm coming to Vegas and we're going to record the podcast. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to make make that a thing. We're going to absolutely oh, plans. do. Uh, you don't really break plans. You can. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, <laughs> you can. <laughs> but uh, if you were to guarantee we're going to do something that's not just. Plans. I gave you two good answers. I want our listeners to chime in on this because I don't know. What is it? I was going to go with, uh, like, if we were going to be like, we agree. Do you, do you swear? Do you pinky? Promise? You break a promise? You break a promise. Yeah, uh, come on. <laughs> come on. Get real. I'm going to also put as answers plans in the heart, though. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this one had a lot of answers, yeah. and you got them. So let me type that into my notes, and then mm -hmm. uh, we should jump over to our trivia. Matt picks up the question, then he stares at it. Eric's at the ready, time to use his wit. Pressure, 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 trivia, pressure, trivia. All right, I'm ready. I'm pumped up right now. Why are you pumped up? Well, I've got a uh, listener submitted trivia for you. Oh, wow. I think it's difficult. It's also in your wheelhouse, though. So I'm a little nervous, but okay. I am pumped up right now. I, anyway. like, I like that this is listener submitted. Thank you, Dr. Bob Baker. Thank you, Dr. Bob. Hopefully it's not too hard. Only three movies mm. have won all of the big five Oscars. I'm not going to get this. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see if you can nail any, uh, right? Yeah. Because there are three, and I have no choices. <laughs> no. Best picture, uh, director, mm -hmm. screenplay, actor, and actress. What are those three movies? And just for what it's worth, the subject is trivia, f trivia for Matt to stump Eric. So that's where we're starting from here. Okay, this is makes me really mad because on my... We've talked about memory in the past mm -hmm. and things to memorize. Mm-hmm. Oscar winners and all the Oscar trivia has been on my list of things to memorize for quite a while that mm. I just haven't gotten around to. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> so if I had done what I've promised to do, <laughs> that I clearly broke the promise to myself, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would be able to nail this right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So it's be- it's best director. Uh, yeah. So screenplay, big... picture, obviously. Yep. yep. And then actor and actress. That is correct. And there are only three that have ever done this, supposedly. I did not fact check. Mm. But, I mean, come on. It's Dr. Bob. No reason. I want to say, like, nothing's sticking out recently. Okay. Does he give, like, the dates or just the movies? No dates. Mm, I I don't even have, like, a guess on this. I I have heard of two of the titles. I'm going to say... Like, two of them are not shocking. The The third one, I don't know. Um, did you see the most recent episode of Family Guy? No. Did you know they're still making Family Guy? <laughs> I knew they're still making them, okay. but I have not watched them in a long time. Gotcha. I just happened to see the premiere of like a uh, of a new episode, mm-hmm. like the new first one of this new season, I think. Mm-hmm. And they did a spoof on one of the movies that is listed here. Like it was a whole third of the episode. I want to say my gut instinct, and I know this is going to be wrong, and I just also have my brother like screaming at me in my mind. Oh, you think he know? He I think, think he knows all three. I think he knows all three. I would love to know. <laughs> Call him up. He'll text me as soon as he hears this. Call him up. Episode. You want a life? Can I have a lifeline? I would think he, it would be amazing. He would be my lifeline. Get a lifeline. It's, it's late. It's we're recording so late in Vegas. It's only one a.m. over there. Hit he's, him up. No, he's not. <laughs> Uh, but that's one of the reasons I wanted him in my cash cap because I knew right. he'd, he'd know a lot of the movies. Right, right. Uh, let's see. Uh, I would say Godfather pops to my mind. It's not on the list. Not on the list. Not on the list. Nope. nope. Not. Anything else come to mind? No. Nope. Really? <laughs> like two of them are very, very like, okay, That two of them don't surprise me. I'm just trying to think of like best actor and actor. Can I tell you the one. one the one that I don't know? I'm going to tell you the first two words. It's four words. Okay. Yeah. The first two words are it happened. Um This is an old movie then. Maybe. I can't think of it. Okay. It happened one night. I've never heard of that. It happened one night. Okay. Not familiar? One best picture. Apparently best picture, best director, best screenplay, <laughs> actor and actress. Okay. The big 5. Man, I haven't really done any of this memory stuff. The other two, I don't, I expect I don't like you to that hit. we're doing this in person because you're literally just seeing me squirm that I don't know. That's what makes it enjoyable. <laughs> and I'm glad you're conveying that to the listeners who can't see the squirm. But let me tell you, it's visible. So visible. I feel so bad because I won trivia a couple nights ago. He's turning colors. He's talking about his past winnings. Yeah. Come on. And we had all living these in the past. Questions about sandwiches oh, that I was much gosh. better at. <laughs> All right, so um, the other two are very common movies, very popular. You expect oh. them to be on the list, but they're 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 not like super super mainstream. They're cool movies. They're mm. you know they're not like uh, Godfather even. They're a little bit more like I'm thinking, well, like uh, like Titanic, but a little dark. Did a win. We're a little dark. Both of them are a little dark. How about No Country for Old Men? No, no, no. Older, I believe. Yeah. I don't know. Don't I even don't, quote me on that. I don't think that. Um, right. A famous kind of, I would call it a psychological thriller. Hmm. Psych- One of them. Psychological thriller that won Best Picture. Kind of defines the genre. Oh. Define. Oh, Silence of the Lambs. Bingo. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> That's one. Okay. I'm going to be happy there. And I've seen it. You have seen and it. And I've seen the other one as well. I uh, Okay, the other one I had to watch in school. Okay. 
Um, That's interesting. In high school, and I believe it was, I don't want to give away too much. I won't say mm. the subject yet. Okay. High school. You had to watch a movie in high school? You, did you not have movie days? Not they wheel in that thing. <laughs> they wheel in the TV from 1975 on the, the cart. You didn't have that? Like, I feel like we only watched, like, Glory or something. What is like Glory? <laughs> the World War, uh, the Civil War movie. No, no. Um, we even, we got, we watched in my sixth grade class because we had TVs in the rooms at that point. We watched The Price is Right. What? <laughs> This doesn't seem educational. No, you see, because my friend Derek and I, Derek, you know, um, we wanted to watch Price is Right in class. And the teacher said, if you put together a little, because he was a math teacher, you put together oh. a little, you know, eg not exam, but game that we can all play along and like score points by getting the ratio of winners to losers, blah, blah, blah. Come up with like a mathematical task. We well, can watch a it. A reason to justify. And we did. Wow. Yeah. So. What? What a way to work towards procrastination. There you go. <laughs> so this was uh, not sixth grade. This was high school, closer to probably 11th-ish grade. Right, I'm going to need the subject of this movie. It was a psychology class. Psychology? Like one flew over this cuckoo's neck? Hey. <laughs> See, I knew that would give it away, though. Not bad with two hints. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would have. I don't think I knew it won all five. Mm-hmm. That's it happened one night. I don't still don't know what that movie. No, is. I'm saying they won. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, uh, Matt. What else? Have, uh, you so you had a good vacation, man. I was I was riding a boogie board. Mm -hmm. I was busy. I did yeah. some things in New York. Wait, you were on a boogie board? Yeah. I mean, you, you don't catch, have to catch some waves. Yeah, I got I got beat up, man. The waves there mm -hmm. are not like like California waves. They're heavy. There's oh, a sign yeah. like that says high, high surf danger, and there's a stick figure like breaking his neck. I went in. They're going for. They're always going for that big Kahuna wave, right? I, I will say. Yeah. I was out there getting demolished. You know, I get tumbled into the water. The uh -huh. the board flies up out of the water. That right. sort of thing. And then I had Tiana was filming some of the wa uh, wave riding. I will say, looking back, at, we can post some of these on yeah, the Patreon. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I, I look back on the videos and it looks so much less intense than it feels like you feel like you're out there. Hawaii five Oh, like, yeah, like you're yeah. surfing this monster tsunami. And then you watch the video and you're like, that's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so the perception of being in it is very different from what everyone's witnessing yeah, from afar, but they were still big. That's fascinating. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Yeah. To so. live the experience and what other people see it as. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm watching magic shows, riding mm -hmm. waves, and sipping Mai Tais in Hawaii. You're, you're busy in NY. What's going on yeah, there? Yeah, I uh, did a couple fun things. I went to the Star Wars fan exhibit, which was like a collection of like Star Wars memorabilia. Nerd level just went up. Um, it was interesting. I was like, this is just a guy who owned a lot of things and then put it on display and you bought a ticket. Was the price worth it? I can't say if it was or not. For for what? For getting in? Or? I mean, it was, yeah, I don't know if I would have. You did it. I mean, I, I think I did it at the sake of, uh, for anyone else who was interested to give them what the experience, is, but experience was. But I did get a photo in front of Jabba the Hutt that it was like, 
may be worth the price of the ticket. Look, sometimes things aren't exactly worth the price, right? It's I like mean, uh, experiencing it from outside was opposite. It would look really grand, and then once I was in it, yeah. it was the opposite. <laughs> well, sometimes you have to justify in your head after that it was worth it. You know, everything in in Hawaii is very expensive, but it was worth it. Uh, <laughs> let's see. We did. Uh, I had some um, uh, shows at the new Midnight Theater that we've been doing. Uh, we had a grand opening, and I performed magic and uh, mind reading with another um, magician who was on the bill. We were the first half, and then there's this big band that was. Uh, oh yeah, you played. were telling me about this. Mm-hmm. So that was the grand theater, uh, grand opening of the Midnight Theater mm-hmm. that's uh, in the Hudson Yards area, and there's going to be more shows to come. Uh, and that'll be in my plug, so I'll be posting about those where you can come and see me I'll do some spots. I think we have time just to back you up yeah. a second, because you mentioned this opening night mm-hmm. of this Midnight Theater, and you said that, like, you you were telling me beforehand, earlier today when we were hanging out, you said, like, the audience was there for the jazz. Yeah, it fe- felt like they were originally there just to see the jazz, and the magic was a little forced upon them. Totally get it. Yeah. I want to know any, uh, if you have any tips for uh, how you to know, approach for, those yeah, audiences. Yeah, like first of all, you said it was tough. It was tough. So, any tips on what you do to make that work as best you can? Uh, I, I mean, I always try to start with a lot of energy. So, at least, like, you know, people who weren't necessarily there to see uh, that type of performance and just wanted to chill with the jazz. They're, like, I was getting comments like, loved your energy. <laughs> like, so stuff like that right, still worked. Right. So, like, getting them engaged and interactive. And like, they did enjoy the show. It's just like they weren't like, as enthusiastic as I'm sort of used to right. from time to time. Sure, sure. So uh, some of it is just like knowing to, I, w- I don't want to say power through it. Well, but no, like, that is a thing. And I think we talked about this yeah. when I played the NFL draft. Right. You just kind of have to do it and then trust that even if they're not reacting outwardly or in unison or in unison that they could still be uh appreciating it on the inside right right and then you know it does help if you stick around and can talk to the audience after because they sometimes let you know after right, the fact right and you're like where were you during the show i would have loved to hear that right <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh i mean again uh it's, it's it's also just weird formatting wise to mix different genres oh, of totally. entertainment Absolutely. so i think going forward i mean that was like a one-off grand opening but the show we're doing there that i'm going to be in pretty regularly uh is more just magic based and magic and mind reading so the audience is coming for that and it's mm-hmm. they're going to be primed we're having a lot of fun with it so energy is one tip mm-hmm. is that the only tip and powering powering through, through. yeah and trusting your material because also it's just like i've done my act a lot right. so i know it's good right yeah right? So yeah <laughs> those are three gr- really great tips actually oh and when you say power through, I think there's more to that. I think it's also does mean you might be speeding things up because it needs to be. Yeah. That, right? well, I'm not speeding up, but just like, well, you know, skipping steps sometimes for me is what it means. Like sometimes I'll skip a whole bit. I was like, mm. oh, that ain't going to work here. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's kind of editing on the fly. Right. But also like not stopping and waiting for the applause. Mm. That's not gonna that's come. not going to be there. <laughs> Oh, I've seen performers do that. You've seen that where oh, they like, yeah, they like are expecting an applause and stop right and then it's awkward for everyone involved when it doesn't happen absolutely oh it's the worst feeling it's so cringe yeah it is it's like have good listening ears yeah and then like move on right (laughs) right i will say the audiences in maui for that magic show were amped up they're Mm -hmm. like actively buying a ticket to go see magic yeah it was really cool. I didn't know what to expect. I should have told you there was a little escape room element. Ooh, I'm going to be doing a whole day of escape rooms here in Vegas, so I'm excited. 
uh, you walk in when you get to Warren and Annabelle's and like the host escorts you in our, our group of four escorts us into this little room with four doors Ooh. and handed one of us a key. And then you like put the key into the knob and you hear a voice come over and it gives I you like clues. This. And then eventually you figure out how to access the space where they do like um, drinks and so on before the show. All right, Matt, you twisted my arm. I guess I'm going to Hawaii. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Lahaina, Warren and Annabelle's worth that the trip. Sounds right awesome. there. Mm-hmm. I re- that sounds awesome. I love like anything immersive like that. So, yeah. Um, that's great. But go when Dane is there. And, and yeah. John George, yeah. man, wow, what a great, well-thought-out act. That's so good. Awesome. Yeah. Um, we should wrap up. I got tons more we can catch up on next week and Absolutely. more adventures here in Vegas. Uh, but uh, we want to give a huge shout-out. Oh, goals, Matt. We kind of carried our goals over from last time. Perfect. Uh, I want to say we should just carry them over. <laughs> yeah, we got to carry them over. Look, we're in yeah. Vegas. Yeah. We got things to do. I'm... Uh, <laughs> I think my goal was literally getting my ducks in a row, and I haven't been home to do so. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah. those ducks are just flying all exactly. over the place, spread out. But we want to uh, thank our patrons uh, for supporting the show. So let's give a huge thank you to Dr. Bob Baker, James Dawson, and Jesse Miller. I got I to gotta know what my goal was now. Thank uh, you, Jesse. Your goal. Thank you, Bob. To get, on, get a date on the books to rehearse. I don't even remember what that means. Oh, yeah, I haven't done that yet. But I just got back. You just got back. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why back. we're carrying them over because we're going to do that anyway. And then, uh, yeah. And Thanks, then, James. Yeah, thank you, all of all of our lovely patrons. And if you want to be a patron as well, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash mindovermagicpodcast.com. Or, whoa, oh, that was an extra dot com in there. <laughs> <laughs> patreon.com slash mindovermagicpodcast. Just wanted to repeat it. <laughs> thank you for hitting the buttons, Matt. Uh, just so that you can check it out and check out that video vault. Uh, and again, we still have more videos to add. Yeah, we uh, do. we got to get those on there. Yeah, and then we are also uh, would encourage you to write in to us at our website, mindovermagicpodcast.com, where you can see our email link. And follow us on the socials at mindmagicpod. Uh, plugs, Matt, before we go. Uh, I'm so jacked up on how good we stumped you on that. Ugh. That's my number one plug. That's your plug. Uh, yeah. Number two plug is, hey, look, we're here in Vegas. When you find yourself here, uh, you can come see me. Amazing. And uh, come check out a show. Uh, if I'm doing public shows, some are going to be at the Midnight Theater in New York. Uh, I'll be popping into Speakeasy at some point as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of those are you know, very short notice. But if you follow my Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, I usually post there and use the link in my bio uh, where their tickets are on sale. Or you could book me, like uh, for example, for a corporate gig out in Vegas. Bookings. By going to ericdittleman.com. Slash bookings. No, just go to the website, (laughs) shoot shoot an email. (laughs) Slash bookings. Uh, But Matt, this was great. It's so fun to do these in person. Absolutely. And I think now the podcast is over. 